Hi, everybody. Gloria Moraga here, one-on-one. Please communicate. I took some time recently to talk to one of my favorite movie buddies, Joey Garcia. Of course, we talked about more than just our passion for films. The main topic of our one-on-one is WandaVision. (laughs) Are you familiar with Marvel Comics? If you are, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not, stay with me. We also discussed COVID, job interviews, a little politics, haters, and more. We had decided to have the conversation to talk about movie endings. How many endings have you had in your life? Just think about all the conversations that you have ended or that somebody else ended for you or relationships. That's a big one. Or jobs. How did they end? Were they happy endings? Endings are important to me. When I was bullied, I wanted to end that job my way, as Frank Sinatra would sing. And I did. I walked away. No phony goodbye party. There was a dumb email from bully number two. But I resigned through human resources. And a very nice man named Kevin helped me, which was a little weird because Kevin was an intern and I was associate vice president back in the day. Life is ironic, but he was kind and he helped me through the process of ending my time at Sacramento State. Endings. I'm now quoting from Jane Austen, author of Sense and Sensibility, Pride and Prejudice, and other great books. Jane Austen wrote, Let other pens dwell on guilt and misery. I quit such odious subjects as soon as I can, impatient to restore everyone to comfort and a happy ending. I agree with my sister, Jane Austen, 100%. In literature, in film, in art, and in life, I crave happy endings. Back to Joey's one-on-one. For some reason, we had a bad internet connection. We were on Zoom and I was planning on editing a video clip in addition to the podcast. It was not to be. We didn't have good enough reception. From time to time, Joey has an echo in his audio. Now, I ran the audio through an equalizer, but it's still there. And I hope you don't mind. Because we enjoy talking to each other, communicating one-on-one. And I enjoy sharing it with you. We began with COVID. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good. How's your COVID? Did you get your shots? I got my first dose Monday. Me and my mom, we did an appointment together at the same, same time so we could, you know, get it together. And we, and everything was in the car. So we just like followed a trail of cars, like through everything. Yeah. We had to get out of our car. It was nice. Oh my. Yeah. I want that. She was driving and then I was in passenger seat and they're like, okay, so we're going to get, you're going to get yours in your left arm. We're going to get yours in your right, me, which I'm used to getting it in the left. So getting in the right, I was like, ooh, but then they, you know, give you the shot. It didn't hurt. But then for two days, my arm hurt so bad. When you get the flu shot, it's, you know, sore, but this one, it was different. It hurt really bad. Like my arm was dead. Like I, I, I moved it. It hurt. It was just, I was like uncomfortable. At this point, Joey decides to go inside because the wind noise and the static is just too much. I say I'm going to tell him about what I just finished watching on Netflix. I just watched a documentary on Dennis Rader. Do you know who he who is? Who's that? 
No, who is that? He is the BTK killer. BTK stands for bind, tie, and kill. No, Gloria. BTK actually stands for bind, torture, kill. Because he liked to bind people up, tie them, and kill them. And he was a serial killer, I want to say in Kansas or the Midwest someplace, because you can tell I watched the documentary really closely. But it goes through the whole thing. When he starts killing, why, how he says, wants to get credit. He gets jealous when Ted Bundy is getting a lot of press and he doesn't understand what? why he can't be in oh, the national, like swell national media. He was the guy that Stephen King based one of his books on that uh, the good marriage <laughs> that the wife didn't know, you know, that, that her husband was a serial killer because they can, I, hi- they can hide this stuff. So anyway, I'm watching this thing. And it, it just goes through all of the horrible things that he's done. And they're interviewing the daughter. That was the whole uh, hook of the story. And I think Gwen Eiffel was interviewing the daughter from the network. Mm-hmm. And at the end, very end, and then he, it goes right to credit. So it's the last thing I hear. The daughter talks about how their relationship, she was his, her dad, he was her daddy and how much she loved him. And but then she realized he was a psycho. Yeah. And they were yeah. they she never talked to him in prison. La, 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 la. But then she says, I found religion. I got closer to God and I forgave him. And Whoa. she doesn't see him now. And he had said at the trial, I just used my family. They were just a cover up. They were just pawns. Oh, um, that's, different. that's sociopath. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. It, it, at the very end, the last her last sentence is. So I've forgiven him, and I, I know that the Lord will forgive him, and that one day I will see, be joined with him again in heaven. Sorry to laugh. Um, I was so sickened. And that's how they ended the story. That's how they ended the documentary. And I thought, it, what a like stupid that. effing way to end a documentary, to end this. No, no, no he's not going to be forgiven. He shouldn't ever be forgiven. He's not going to go to heaven. Is she she delusional? Yeah, what the hell? That's not what we're taught about heaven. That's why we have hell. We have hell for people like him. Yeah, anyway, going there. So I told, I I, I wanted to bring this up and mention it in our conversation because this is how important endings are to me. And this was a really good documentary, but now... I think it's all a big sham and I just hate well, it yeah, because of that stupid ending. think a film is good, even though the ending, you know, you're not thrilled with it. Yeah. Case in point, WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> now tell me why. Now we're going to do no spoilers. Well, we'll do a disclaimer, p- potential spoilers for WandaVision. We'll do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I'll try my best to not do it, but I might slip up because I get very excited. All right. So I didn't like the beginning two episodes or so because. A lot of people don't. I grew up in the 60s. Going into watching it just from because I got I get everything from Twitter and everybody was like, you have to just stick with the show for like the first three episodes and by episode four, everything will make sense. So I went into the show knowing that, all right, maybe the first couple of episodes are going to be kind of slow and maybe like a snooze fest, but the payoff <laughs> is worth it. So I went into, I didn't mind the first two episodes when they were black and white and stuff. Cause then it, you know, at the end of episode two, it goes to color. 
So like because it's not like I'm alive it for that long. <laughs> you didn't have true. to live it. <laughs> I've had to probably lived it and I might have felt felt a different way. But I it was I just thought it was really unique. I, I liked it. Yeah, it was unique. I I just realized, I mean, for the whole series of WandaVision, how much I love her. WandaVision stars Elizabeth Olsen, who plays Wanda Maximoff, or Scarlet Witch. Paul Bethany plays Vision in the Avengers films. WandaVision is a spinoff of the Avenger films and Marvel Comics. She's so good. She's just like the best. These actors that are so good, we sh- we need to treasure them. <laughs> well, and the thing is, with her, it's like she didn't get a chance to shine in the original movies. No, like she was like a secondary character, so like they showed her, but we didn't get to really see her acting chops in right. the movies. And then right. so that's what's so good about Disney Plus is that they focus. They're doing shows on secondary characters, and they're like developing them and like making us fall in love with them. Because we didn't get to do that in the, you know, the main Avengers saga or whatever. So that's, which, what, which, that's what's so good about it. Yeah, which like two things. One, I swore I'd never watch any of the Avengers movies again because Iron Man died. And again, I'm, I'm saying that. <laughs> my dog is barking because my daughter came in. I'm saying um, that because everybody knows by now that Iron Man died. And right. Thor. And if you don't know, well, now you know. Well, now you know. I mean, it's, come on. How long ago was that? It was a long, 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 long time ago. Feels like it was only two years ago. Well, but so, it like because it seems like COVID. COVID has stretched out. COVID's we're like living dog years. 10 years. Yeah. Every, every year, like last year was like 10 years. Uh, anything else about WandaVision? Yes. That we can't so, give anything away? No, I won't give anything away, but... Um, the way that it was made, the, how the episodes went, like they went through like the five stages of grief. Like the first two episodes were denial, hence the black and white. And then the end of episode two goes to color. And then she's starting to go to anger, which is the next, and then episode three and four. And then episodes five and six are bargaining. So then it is um, depression. And then, and then finally, finally is acceptance. At least that's my take. Why? Well, because you're a psychologist, a psychology major. The whole, like, the, just everything about it, how it went, it's going through, you know, Scarlet Witch's grief. And I don't know, the way it was done, it was just, I thought it was so good how they did it. So it's on Disney? Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Everybody watch it. If you have all, any, yeah. any love of Avengers um, or any love of good writing. She is an X-Men, but because at the time, I think when the movie came out, uh, Marvel didn't have license for X-Men because it was owned by Fox, I think. So they couldn't say the word X-Men. They called her like a miracle in Age of Ultron. It's just because I'm a fan of X-Men. So right. having her part of the series and like kind of like making making it canon that she is an X-Men because, you know, they say that they got, this is kind of a spoiler, but they, like, she got her powers from the Infinity Stone. But then when it showed that scene of her when she was little, you realize that she had her powers all along and that the Infinity Stone didn't give her the powers. It kind of, like, made, made it more heightened. So, I don't know, I just, like, and then she, back there, like, was born with her powers like an X-Men. 
So, so that's that side I too. You're like a I love her. That's all I have to say. I love her. I love the actress and I love the, I love her character. She is just so powerful. But I, I did, uh, and, and all the other women actors in the, in WandaVision are all great. They are, yes. they have some great parts there. I wish that they utilized Monica Rambeau's character mm-hmm. more in the finale. They kind of showed her power a little bit, but like, I don't know. I wish they utilized her more and like gave her more to do. Yeah. But I, but I mean, I think she's going to be in other Disney adaptions later on. They'll show her, they'll show more of her, but it's, but it's wait until then. Like show us now. Right, right, right. Give her more I, to I, do. Hate, I hate waiting too. I don't want to wait anymore ever. So <laughs> I, I, I just want to say before we uh, stop talking about this is uh, at the end, I sobbed. <laughs> So, which, which is a tribute to me <laughs> or to film lovers that, yeah. that I can get so intertwined with characters that I feel they're part of my life. I mean, I suspend my disbelief and I to. love them like family members, like, lo- you know, like I love them. So anyway, I, uh, I, uh, I cried and cried and I was watching it with my grandson you know, who's, who's 13 <laughs> and he's very kind to me, not yeah. to his sister, but to me. And so he kind of just let me sob without mocking me or making fun of me. Cause he makes fun of me and mocks me and everything that I do. So, um, but he didn't, he let me grieve. He let yeah. me grieve. And I, I, like don't, I don't know. I mean, that's why I don't, I don't like it, but, um, but it's good. It's good, but I don't like it. So yeah, I it could be heavy a- if you've ex- if you've like experienced grief in your life. I feel like if you watch that show, it definitely could hit something inside of you. But that's what makes it so good because it, 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 it makes you get to that place. So to talk about death, I did watch. Oh, you watched Je- Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay. His version. All right. So how can I watch something for four hours? Yes. And I don't remember the title Justice League. Okay. So I didn't see the first Justice League because because I knew because in all the promos, which Jared, our our, your cousin and my nephew, doesn't like to watch promos. Experience yeah, the watch film. He doesn't want to watch trailers. The trailers spoil. But I had seen or read a number of things because I was kind of excited about Justice League because I'm a big Superman fan from yeah. the comics from when I was a kid. I mean, I'd wait for the next comic. Well, to even, come this, out. even even the movie with the, in the seventies with, with with Christopher Reeves, like yeah. that, it's iconic. Like I right. loved that movie when right. I was little too. Superman is not ever supposed to die. I'm saying the D word again. And when I heard because he was going to die and that Batman was picking on him, I want to see it. It's like, I'm not going there. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And I'm yeah, not it's like, how it. in the world could Batman possibly defeat Superman? He how? can't. There's I mean, no and, 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 there. Aiden, and Aiden used to take Batman's side, that Batman was cooler than Superman. You know, of course, you know, he's got a black car. He races well, he's around. Batman, he's rich, but he's not. A superhero. He's not Superman. I mean, even throughout the movie, um, Ben Affleck, which I, I don't like him either. 
uh, because he cheated on his wife. But then I don't like him (laughs) for other reasons as well. We digress. But we digress. But um, I didn't want to see because I don't want to see him. But he picks on Superman and and he's stronger than Superman. No way. Well, I don't even remember Batman or Superman. I don't remember that movie at all. It it was forgettable to me. It was awful. Just why do they waste a whole just. Just DC as a whole, what's like the difference between DC and Marvel is how Marvel is able to build their world. Yeah. And DC just does, it drops the ball in that department. Like it just makes me not care about any of the characters. Like I haven't seen Aquaman. I didn't see Justice League. I didn't see the second Wonder Woman. Like I have, it's just, I'm not interested. It's about the writing. It's a way it's written. And, it, you know, and uh, Marvel just it, I don't know if it was because of of um, of the old guy. Oh, Stanley. It, it was because of Stanley, because Stanley was always had a hand in it. If the writing just stayed true to I don't know, comic books, like how can you say that the writing was so great because it stuck to the original thoughts? But um, well, they, well, they just, well, they made you care about the characters and care about what's happening in this world that Marvel was building in DC. And then because I think DC has very interesting like superhero characters more than Marvel. But it's right. the way that they made the movies. It's, I don't know. It just didn't really make any sense. And they didn't well, make you care about the characters. Watching the four hours, four hour plus Justice League, Aiden and I kept commenting when we take our breaks and stuff, how much like Marvel how how he was just he they're they're copying marvel how so just the quest the quest the evil no the evil guy and the quest to defeat him and the banding together to bring uh the superheroes together just that the the whole like like they did with the infinity stone you know with the infinity stones or just a lot of similarities and i think that helped it that made it better yeah, I've heard yeah i I mean and the reason good things about the reason i sat there for four hours was because Superman. Okay, and, so I, and I'll you, say this: it didn't disappoint me. So I was, okay, was going to say, so since since you watched it, yeah. what are your thoughts? Like, at a scale on a, a I, scale I, of I, 10, 10 being the best, what would you rate it? Two reasons. One, I recommend it. One, because I watched it with someone I love, and it was like you know being with you and Jared in the movie theater when we could still go to movie theaters. And by the way, you know, uh, this movie theaters open this stop week. Reminding me this weekend, they're they're open here. I got you know all kinds of emails. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Ooh. So they're going to be open for Godzilla versus. Oh my God, Kong versus Godzilla. Kong. And um, that's another that. one. I'm scared. I don't want to see Kong get beat up. I think I they're going to band he's together. He's my at man. The end. Huh? I think they're going to come together at the end. They're going to well, fight yeah. first. After and he then gets come beat together. up for two hours. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting old. But. I love Kong. I got to be there. I love Godzilla with even with his tiny head. I don't know why they had to make his head so tiny. (laughs) Why do they do that? Anyway, I'll be there. I'm getting my tickets. I'm going early. I'm going to wait in line if I have to six, you know, feet apart, whatever. Yeah, whatever it takes. I'm going to be there. So what else? What else? What other uh, Films do you want to talk about? I'm watching, I have been watching that creepy M. Night Shalomon, The Servant. Oh, I never on, heard of that. On Apple TV. It is as scary as, okay. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to say the F word. It is as scary as I've ever been scared. Okay. Really? It's really? But it's creepy, real uh, devil uh, oh. stuff. Scary. And um, shocking. Like, oh, oh, no. You know, like that kind of thing. So I, I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. They did. I, I watched the um, second season finale on Friday. Really good. Really good. It's like, what the hell are they going to do now? It's going to be, it's going to get, season three is going to be a. Because M. Night Shyamalan, he, because if you're like, a, if you're a fan of movies, his movies are not the best. He makes some choices in, you know, the way he makes, he directs his movie plot wise and whatever. Some work, some don't. Um, so that's True. what people I feel like when it comes to M. Night Shyamalan, they're kind of like hesitant to like get invested in anything because they're like, well, is, I don't know, is it going to be good? Is it going to be whack? I haven't liked all of his movies, but yeah. I've, I've watched them all. And I, you know, so I feel that I, even though I, I don't like them all, I've watched them all and I can, you know, so I feel, but uh, yeah, he's, this is pretty good. I mean, he's executive producer. So yeah, it's good. It's good. It's scary. It's like, one, it's like one of those, you know, since, uh, since Game of Thrones, it's that I don't, I refuse to be excited about watching a series. I just wait for it all to be on and then I watch it. But I've actually watched this each week. Yeah. That's what I did with WandaVision. I waited until all the episodes were out on Disney Plus because they premiered every week. And then I right. just watched all of it in one sitting. Right. Right. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. So you got your shot. We talked about that. And then I was worried about the wind noise. So I, I cut you off. Oh, but yeah. I've had my um, shots as well. So you're fully vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated. And what do you Woo! think about these stupid idiots who say they're not getting a shot? Wow. I just think I mean, you're going to die. And, I, you well, know, you're going to and you're going to die. And, you know, hopefully you won't take anybody else with you because of your stupidity. Yeah, it's um, it just goes back to when the whole mask mandate thing started and they like refused to wear one. And it's not you don't you're not wearing a mask for yourself. You're wearing it to protect other people. Right. Like that's literally it. we're not doctors and nurses that have to wear wear a mask regardless before COVID for 12 plus hours a day and however long they work. It's like I'm going to call this girl Rachel. So Rachel's telling me a story about how she doesn't like to wear a mask. She never wears one when she goes out. I'm like, okay, here we go. So she said she was going to a store. The woman that's working there stops her and she goes, ma'am, you need to wear a mask if you don't have one. And she goes, oh, I, I have a medical condition. I can't wear one. The CDC says if you have, if you have a medical condition, you don't have to wear one. And um, she was like, well, I have to get my manager. She goes, okay, get your manager. So manager comes and she goes, and she's like literally in line to pay. And she's, he's like, you need to put on your mask, ma'am. So she puts one little thing. She like loops it around one ear and she goes there it's on. And she gives the person the cash and leaves. And I'm thinking if I was there and I had to deal with a customer like that, I would think that she was the biggest bitch part of my French, but it's like, and then it's like, just put on your mask and then you don't have to deal with that. Like interaction, just wear it. It's not that hard. I don't it know. Isn't. It isn't. I don't know what's wrong with people. I, I, there's something wrong with them. 
And you know, it all began with Trump. Now, I know people were awful before Trump, but I think he gave a lot of people license to just be jerks. Just oh, for sure. Just he he definitely asshole. enabled them. Yeah. It's like you, you, you it's okay to be an asshole. Let everybody know that you're an asshole. Oh, I'm an asshole. Um, well, he turned the whole he turned the mass thing into like something political. But like it you, was did you somehow see? infringing upon your right that you have to wear a mask? It's like we're I, not doctors. Doctors and nurses before the right. before COVID had to wear their mask eight plus hours a day. Right. And it's like we have to wear it for what? One hour. Did you see the video? Video of the Uber girls? Oh, yeah, I was coughing. The Uber guy? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. How, how bad was that? Yeah, that was, that was bad. What, the hell, what is wrong with people? Then they said, you know, she's going to sue because she's going to sue Uber. Well, I'm going to hopefully do an interview with my professor, uh, Dr. Tim Fong, next week on um, violence against Asian Americans. And yeah. I just think um, someone said today, we all need to stand up and say, I support my Asian American friends and I just support Asian Americans and I'm standing up. I support them and I can't believe anybody would do this to people. And you know, the thing too is it seems like a lot of the crimes are against the elderly. So why do you pick on the elderly? You pick on someone who can't fight back. And there was a woman in um, San Francisco. She fought back. So do you think because of COVID, we're out of touch with communicating with people? Oh, for sure. I, I was talking about this with my friend the other day. I said my, my social skills in general were not the best before COVID. And then now since COVID and not really interacting with people, even something simple as it's just walking into like a fast food restaurant and ordering your food and like talking to somebody like that. Sometimes that's like the, an, an interaction that like you, the only interaction you have with somebody a day. Cause then, you know, you work and you're on the phone and you go out and get food or something. And it's like w- with that gone, that like that being taken away, it's like my social skills have gotten like worse. Like it's, I can't really, it's hard for me to like hold a conversation. I've noticed like, I don't know. I have to get back into that. I don't know. It's, 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 it's difficult for me now to like talk to somebody like face to face. Cause it doesn't happen a lot anymore for me at least. So I'm giving, I'm doing um, podcasts on one-on-one communications at work. But what do you think, um, what do you want to hear about? Um, I mean, now that the economy is going to get better, hopefully, and we're all mm-hmm. going to start getting back to work and going for job interviews and stuff. Yeah. Um, should I try to interview somebody about interview skills? Um, That'd be nice. What do, what do you think is, the, is needed most right now? Interview skills for sure, because that's always a skill that regardless if you know, if you don't go in for an interview, just to have a, a question that always like stumps me when I go for interview is at the very end, they ask, do you have any questions for me? And it's like, I feel like you should ask them something, but I don't know what to ask. You always should have a question in your mind. You should plan ahead and have a question in your mind that you're going to ask. Like, and uh, like, so what, what do you think is great about working here? Or can you tell me something, you know, uh, about how you like working here or um, even. Okay, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Or, and then always ask, when will I hear back from you? 
I realize you're interviewing. Ooh, that's a good I one too. I realize you're interviewing a lot of people, but could you give me an idea of when I will hear from you? And will you call me even if I don't put them on the, the spot or email me if I don't get the job so that I know so okay. I relax because I really want it and I really um, you know hope that you can let me know. Okay. You just want to say some things that m- make you look sincere. And that you care. Yeah, and genuine. And that you care about working here. Yeah. Okay. And then also, so that, and then even communicating with other family members, like if there's um, an issue or something that's happening between people, like a family member, it's hard for you to communicate with your family. Like if something's bothering you, it may be hard for you to like go to that person and you know, express that, well, you know, you said this and it made me feel this way. And then like, so you don't talk and then like animosity is kind of created between the two of you. So it's like maybe like tip a way to get that conversation rolling with like a family member. Right. Cause we're spending so much time with our family members. I yeah. Mean, you, know, you, you love them, but gee, many Christmas, come on. When mm-hmm. do we get, get out of a house and not have to just look at you all the time? All the time, I know. All the time. I mean, yeah, we agree. We, I love you, but can you go away? <laughs> just for like 10 minutes. I, I mean, I, 10 minutes to myself, please. You know, the thing too is I, I, I don't get out as much anymore. And I'm sad about that. And I, you know, so it's depressing. And even now um, that we're, I got my vaccines, you know, I can do more now, but where do I go? <laughs> I know that's cool. So you can, you, yeah, you can. It's like, uh, yeah, okay, I can go somewhere, but where? Maybe just start with the movie theater. Yeah, I am. Godzilla. Thank you. Thanks for talking to me. Of course, you're Thumbs welcome. Up for WandaVision. And I'll take a Two look. Two thumbs up. I'll take a look. Well, I got a half a thumb. Big <laughs> <Three> thumbs up. <laughs> Joey's requests, one-on-one job interview tips, and talking to family which is always tricky. I'm going to work on those, so please stay tuned. Subscribe and share and be safe and talk to each other one-on-one. Thank you for listening. I love you, Joey, and I love all of you too for listening. And that's how I'm ending this episode. And I think it's a happy ending. <laughs>